Hi, my name is Alex and I'm here today on Alex Gilbert's podcast again. I've been with you guys before on podcast number four where I shared about my journey and also a bit of my views on adoptions. And today I'll be giving be having a Q&A with Alex Gilbert who's with me here today and I'll be asking him some questions and he'll be also asking me some questions about adoption experiences. So shall we get right into this? So Alex, what would you say are some of the most popular questions that you always get asked as an adoptee that you think would be good to start this off with? Well, uh, first of all, Alex, thank you so much for agreeing to join us on this podcast for episode 11 of the I'm Adopted podcast, which Alex, you should have brought up first. You should have said, welcome to the I'm Adopted podcast. Uh, my name is Alex Cush, and I am hosting today's podcast, which is actually true. Uh, Alex is a Romanian German New Zealand adoptee, and he featured on episode four of our podcast. Now that was a while ago now, right in the middle of our winter, and times are changing. It's getting warmer now here in New Zealand, and the weather is definitely changing. Despite the rain still and the storms and all of that at the moment, it's getting a lot better. But a lot of questions that I get almost every day from adoptees around the world. Now, where do I begin with this? It's It's been four years of I'm adopted and a question that I would like to actually tell you guys that a lot of people have reached out to me about is how to deal with meeting your birth parents. Now, I'll get Alex to explain this himself and answer this in his, in his shoes. And as an adoptee, I think he's got a really great story behind it as well. Thanks, Alex, for this great, insightful question. And just to recap for everyone, that the question was: Is how do you, <clears throat> how do you, how do you deal with meeting your birth family? And for for me, and rephrasing it for myself is more: How do you deal with that expectations? Because in my experiences, I was actually never that curious about meeting my birth family, but it more came about unexpectedly when I was interviewed in Romania in 2015 on national TV and I was surprised but I always had in my mind if I would ever meet my birth family I would have no expectations and the reason for that is actually I find found that having no expectations really prepares you because you might you might build up a positive relationship or might not which in my case it, it wasn't meant to be a positive relationship but I'm totally fine with that where some other people, they sadly, I see a lot in adoption forums. I have seen in lots of forums as people believe if they find their birth family, they and if they build a positive relationship, they will be complete. But this is often not the case because the experience of adoptees, the experience of adoptees, is totally different from what has been with the birth families or birth parents. For instance, in my experience, I grew up in nine years of my life in Germany and the rest of it in New Zealand in a developed, highly developed country, whereas Romania at the time when my birth parents were around was rather not so developed and also the culture is vastly different so it would be really hard to relate. But a lot of adoptees have the assumption, I find my birth family, all my problems get solved. Unfortunately, the research even highlights that if adoptees meet their birth families too early, which in my experience, I would say teenagers shouldn't be meeting the, in my personal recommendations, teenagers shouldn't be meeting their birth family, but rather once they're 20 years or older at least, to have the emotional maturity is really critical 
but even then it can be challenging and if people meet their birth family they should have a proper support systems around them so from so for me i'd say the important thing is when somebody meets their birth family or any relatives from their birth country is to have no expectations have a good support system around them and have expectations of what will you you know for instance i had expectations i would not do anything that would endanger myself if i'm there or i would not you know accept any accept any let's say you know emotional abuse or anything so in my case i was just like yep i'm happy to talk but nothing further because they weren't keen for a relationship and i couldn't care less to be honest so alex um i would in my in my experience in the work that i've done around adoptions and children's that is now more from a a bit now more a bit of a more contextual question is what would you say are people's views on adoptions from what you've heard and i'll add my views to it afterwards or beforehand actually so my so the experience that i've had is that there can be people can be put into two categories one they've got very extreme views which either say we're really for adoption adoption is the only solution nothing else works and then the other view is adoption is totally bad don't support it it's all evil kind of view and i would say the reasons for having those views is fairly simple people's own experience shaped that and i definitely say i belong to the second to the first category of thinking adoption is good but working or having been doing some advocacy for some years now i definitely think that there are lots of room for potential to even further improve it but i also can understand if somebody might be not for it if they've had a not so great experience and actually i still remember when alex and uh, alex gilbert and i were having a just a q and a on the i'm adopted facebook page we actually had a listener shared a story with us that only in about their 50s or older they were told that they were adopted and they were hugely disappointed which is totally understandable and that there are certain countries that should require to make adoption an open process that once somebody reached the age of 18 they should have access to the adoption papers and be able to find out their identity because that is very crucial for the so social psycho development which basically means somebody to feel confident about themselves and feel appreciated as a human being so that's the views on adoption and the other view is that some people might be against adoption given that there've been bad practices in the past which and sometimes still occur but i'd say is that you need to address address these bad practices and actually find a way of how can you make adoption possible because it's in the end it is about the well-being of the child as the un convention of the right of the child says it should be child centered so that's just my view on adoption and in summary there again is adoption is perceived by people in two camps either for adoption very much or not very much but i'd say i've become over the years have seen you know the positives and the not so positives and find myself of a view of finding solutions not trying to find solutions so there's a good point that Alex did talk about was in regards to everyone has different views on adoption and there's always going to be that side where it's 
extreme you know extreme this is bad don't do it it's it's evil things like that and there's a lot of views that you know everyone's open to their own opinion everything like that it's really interesting to hear the stories and of course some people have been have had bad pasts and things like that do affect the way they view on adoption as well and it can affect families which is a topic that is always talked about it's always quite an open topic as well I have another thing that I really want to bring up, and I think Alex can probably explain it better than me as well, is is the rejection of of your birth parents. When you reach out to them, how does that make you feel as an adoptee? Is it, you know, is it a sense of closure for you or does it really is it really going to affect you for a long time? Now that's a question that a lot of people do ask in the community with I'm adopted, and of course we have the community for people to reach out and talk with each other and that is that plays an important part of I'm adopted. No matter what your story is, every story is different. And of course when you when you go travelling all across the world or something like that or across your country to reach out to your birth family and you find out that they don't that at the end of the day they don't want to talk to you, it can be quite hard on you and it takes a while for everything to process. So that's a really big question that we get often is how do you deal with rejection with birth families or birth parents? And if you have that, if you manage to find some information in the first place and you're happy with that, you've got photos and you just want to know that they're there and they're okay, then a lot of people do accept that as a sense of closure. But I'm, I'm here to ask Alex Cush about what he thinks on that side of things in regards to birth parents rejecting to talk to their their, their children um, who are reaching out to them. So that would be something that, that's always something that is always quite interesting in the I'm Adopted community. So, Alex, thank you for your question about ba- which basically is in summary about people reaching out to the adopt. I mean, people, children that are adopted, reaching out to the birth family, and then unfortunately not building a great relationship or being rejected. And my personal view is, or my personal experience was that happened for me. I but I didn't really reach out. I was introduced via national TV, but I didn't care less. Couldn't care less. Because I, it was never about building a relationship for me, but more curiosity of what happened. So I've got the facts now, and I'm happy. <clears throat> but what I think is, in terms of the research out there, and actually that was conducted for I'm adopted, which I, for I'm adopted, which I was part of, and which we all got to present last year in Montreal, and Alex got to present, Alex Gilbert got to present there as well, showed some really clear indicators that adopted children or adopted people. They need a sense of closure in some way or they need to find a way for their identity to be fully developed, which in simple terms mean simple terms means they need to know a why. For instance, why were they adopted or why were they given away? What were the circumstances or somehow some other way they need to feel have a sense of belonging of do I belong there or not? And what's the biggest challenge out there is that some adoptees, especially if they're from a total different culture, then the adoptive family apparently find that really can find that really hard. But I've personally never had any issues with that. So my adoptive parents were always encouraging me. They've taught me about the Romanian history, about different foods, and also had family friends that made me Romanian food. A, f- a favorite of mine now is sal- samale, which is basically cabbage or or um, paprika, which is and um, peppers with with stuffed um which was stuffed minced basically, and some other herbs and things, and it's really delicious. 
so that's a way how people can get integrated into their culture or i always attend once a year the romanian national day and actually was lucky to be invited twice to speak at the romanian national day from the romanian embassy so there's different ways how everyone can get connected to it or in germany before we moved here we were part of an adoption association and we sometimes used to have adoption get-togethers which some people found really helpful i just found it you know as a kid i didn't think much about it because i was really young i just found it cool to meet other people that were adopted too and have fun and some friends to play with so <clears throat> so looking backwards at the question that alex asked us earlier on what how, how do you deal or how do adoptive people deal with being rejected by the birth families there's basically only two ways that basically two ways how somebody can deal with it they either process it because they've got a healthy development of their identity and they feel like they belong somewhere and feel appreciated or they struggle with it because that's not been fully developed yet that sense of belonging and that's then will take will take some time and having a healthy support system to work through that and some other questions now for alex gilbert is what would you say initially are some of the biggest challenges that adoptive parents actually have faced with adopted children that were adopted from Russia. And I'll add my bits to Romania to that afterwards. So what's really good with Alex is Alex Kush. Being a Romanian-German Kiwi adoptee, he's put himself around the Romanian culture and started learning more about the Romanian culture since coming to New Zealand, which is very important to him. And of course, like any adoptee, depending on what your views are, of course, and what you would like to do, I believe that being being immersed around that culture from where you're born and if you're adopted to an overseas country is very important. And six or so years ago, when I reached out to my birth parents, I only started getting more into the Russian culture, learning about the language learning about everything with Russia, where it is exactly, of course, I knew where it was, of course, but learning about the language more and learning about everything to do with Russian food, Russian music, and the language. And of, to this day, I can I can read the Russian language slightly, and that's how much I've got into the Russian learning. I've been learning a lot. I get very shy speaking Russian, and uh, I can speak a little bit of Russian. I'm not going to on this podcast specifically, maybe another one, but it's really quite something that I'm very proud of because it's 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 a hard language to learn. Um, I'm still working on it. The grammar actually is a little bit easier than English, believe it or not. I believe it is, but it just takes a lot of practice and practice until you start to get your head around it. But as an adoptee myself from Russia, it's really a big thing for me to learn the culture, get into it and practice more and just learn more of everything around you about about also being in New Zealand. You, It's your family. My family's here. Everything is here. And then on that other side of thing, my identity, my bloodline, all of that is from Russia. So that's where that side comes from as well. So a lot of the things that obviously there are challenges and there's all sorts of things from being adopted from Russia that I would like to talk about because Alex has obviously brought this up. And there's a lot of things that people do struggle with when it comes to reaching out to not just not just their birth families or birth parents. It's also just understanding a lot of the challenges along the way. I'm just trying to make that clear for you guys as well. I'm just trying to say it as clear as possible. But there's a lot of things like the language barrier is a big thing. Um, when you start searching for your birth parents, when I started six years ago, I didn't really realize how how bad the language barrier would be or how much of a challenge it would be. And of course, there's all sorts of things that you need to think about when it comes to reaching out to a family in Russia. It's a big, big country, biggest biggest in the world by landmass of course and it's just something that's 
was really you, you don't really think about it until you actually get to Russia as as well. When you're faced with reality with that, it's it's an amazing journey, of course. And there's all sorts of obstacles and challenges along the way. There's there's a lot of with my birth mother, she does drink a lot and it's something that I have had to come to terms with since day one. It's her life and I don't judge her for that, of course. It's it's just the way she is. And there's all these things that I never really thought about prior to going to Russia, but I do keep in touch with her and I do talk to her from time to time, um, but it's it's a lot more trickier. I'm not going to lie about that. The relationship is a lot trickier than with my birth father in St. Petersburg, who I talk to very often. And he talks to my family very often. And my birth mother doesn't talk to my family at all. Things like that. There's all these things that you know I didn't expect to happen. That my whole story itself is never going to be... 100% perfect. It's not it's, it's not going to be a big story about rainbows and and you know lollies and you know what I'm saying like it's really um a magical story. It's it's with a really happy ending on every side. I'm it's it's not like I went to Russia and both of my birth parents are together and they've they've invited my they've brought my family over to Russia and now they're all living together and this family is it's not like that. It's it's facing the reality with meeting birth parents and birth families. You need to be prepared for anything and I always I always say that for anybody who was adopted from any country, you need to be prepared for anything. Don't rush into anything when you'd want to do a search. And you just need to understand that every every story is going to be different. That was with my story itself. That was one thing that I had to really understand myself. And I'm still understanding that to this day. But I never let that bother me. I always know that if I want to talk to her, I can talk to her. And that's the way that it's going to be. I've, I'm, I'm, I will go and see her uh, at the start of the year, um, next year, and as well as my birth father. So that's something that I'm always determined to do and always wanting to do but a lot of things with people reaching out on I'm adopted who are adopted from Russia it's the language barrier it's a lot of things that they may have come across with being adopted later in life not like me when I was adopted when I was two years old but a lot of people who have reached out to me through I'm adopted who, are, who have been adopted from Russia have reached out to me when they've been adopted say five to ten years old and it does affect them in a way because they didn't have a family to, that looked after them around that time or before that and so it was really they still remember a lot of things and a lot of things that they don't want to remember but they but they do and a lot of vivid memories and it is very hard for them to really understand everything that's still going on and they do take that as it's just been a harsh story with their background and a lot of them that does put them off with going back to Russia as well so I just want to speak with reality and facts with that but so, but yeah thank you Alex for asking me that I think that's really good that you did ask me that because, of course, every story is different, but I'm, I'm not saying that to put you off. If you want to search for your birth parents, I'm saying that you got to obviously understand that a lot of people have different stories and every story is different itself. I don't know how, how much I can emphasize that. Of course, Alex's story is completely different as well. Coming from Romania, that's another story in itself. It's, it's another whole book. It's another whole journey. And so if every story is unique, and that's what I always say. That's some. That's a really comprehensive response, Alex. And you're absolutely right. Your story is totally different to my story, but I think that what makes it very unique and it makes it very real. And I always enjoy hearing people's different adoption experiences. And I actually really in the experiences that I enjoy hearing the most are the ones that are totally different to my one because in those stories there's actually something that challenge that challenges me or that's a perspective that I haven't seen before. So in my own journey or dealing 
you know hearing stories of people that have been adopted from Romania some of the biggest challenges that I've heard of people that face that are adopted and actually the research that was done last year also shows is that adoptees face a range of issues from ado just adopted children or people face issues such as can, or that can be their identity so having a sense of belonging and f and it can also include feeling valued there might be a whole range of health issues in my case it was i had i had when i was young really strong bronchitis due to the orphanage and actually even now sometimes if i get a cough it can be quite chesty and there's some extreme other cases for kids that are adopted from Romania especially that they had back in the 90s very poor health standards given what they'd been through a revolution so it was really poor the other things that people face is behavioral challenges so kids have certain behavioral behavioral challenges so they for instance can be not very social or can be hyperactive some can have can have high levels of ADHD or other or other behavioral challenges but what's also interesting is that the challenges that pa adoptive parents can face are you know how do they deal with these different challenges I mean even in my own case my parents felt a bit challenged when they got me because I had a condition called hospitalism which is basically where children due to the lack of love and simulation they rock backwards and forwards and that was quite a bit of a shock for my parents but then when they talked to the local doctor or the local pediatrician the children's doctor he, they were just told just to treat me normal you know to show affection and it will and that will help to speed up the process to reverse those effects but it can be quite challenging for parents some other things that the parents found some parents can find is that especially when children go into the teenage years they can they can become quite challenging especially behavioral behavioral challenges but the parents just need to have certain ways to deal with them and there's some lots of good resources out there i remember my parents they read so many books i'm sure the same with alex's parents or a lot of adoptees and i think that comes to a final point in this which i've always found really good which a lot of adoption professionals say is that adoptive parents should be made aware of what some of the potential challenges they could face because in the past from certain countries adoptive parents viewed adoptions through rosy glasses that there wouldn't be any challenges but that's not the case but what's also the case a lot of adoptive parents that i know are the most some of the most resilient people that i know thanks Thank you very much, Alex. And again, thank you so much for joining us on another I'm Adopted podcast. And obviously, there is going to be challenges along the way for those that, for the, anybody around the world who is adopted. And that's why we have the I'm Adopted project. And Alex has been a loyal supporter and ambassador, Romanian, German, Kiwi adoptee with I'm Adopted since day one. And that's why he comes here often. And you can track him down as well. If you go to Facebook, Alex Kush, you can find his Facebook page. So, and of course, he is also on YouTube. So please go ahead, 
head over to YouTube and have a watch of his videos because he's got a good insight in regards to a lot of challenges or his everyday life, vlogging, all of that. He's got it all there. So please make sure to go and check out I'm Adopted as well. Can't forget that is on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash I'm Adopted org. Go ahead and join the community. Reach out to our private group or you can share your story on our Facebook page. Thank you guys so much for listening to the I'm Adopted podcast this week. It's been very, it's been very good. And I appreciate you guys listening, all of you around the world. Thank you so much. We're almost at a thousand listens. So whatever platform you're listening to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that, I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. That's what I just said. Thank you so much in Russian there. And how do you say um, thank you so much in German, Alex? Alex, just how do you say it? You say vielen Dank. Vielen Dank. Vielen Dank. And Thank you so much for listening and see you guys next week.